digital age of technology is delivering a lot of benefits to farming. More powerful computing and analysis, GPS guidance, yield mapping, smartphones, sensors and monitors amongst many others. But often these new technologies can be frustrating given the lack of connectivity in rural areas. And look, it's great to collect data, but making it useful is the real point. So important headway is actually being made in the area of electronic tagging and monitoring of sheep in real time. And in this episode of The Yarn, we give an update to a very exciting area of research in the sheep industry, the solar powered smart tags that have now been trialled on farm. Welcome to The Yarn. It's a podcast for the Australian wool industry. I'm Marius Cumming, and today we hear from Dr. Carolina Diaz. Now, she's a vet who's been heading up this area at Australian Wool Innovation as the Program Manager of Agri-Technology. Carolina has previously worked on electronic individual identification systems in animals in her native Spain. But the exciting part of these new tags is that we can, for the very first time, track and collect enormous amounts of behavioural data in real time. In fact, the trials collect up to 700 data points per minute per sheep. So the important part is making that data useful for farmers. And given that amount of data, it is making future management tools such as predicting feed intake, predation, mating, lambing trouble, more precise and that's where this project is at. Dr Carolina Diaz. So there will be uh, an opportunity for wool rowers to keep an eye on the sheep without being there and then to optimize uh, uh, different conditions such as uh, grazing and paddock selection for example and when to move the animals from one paddock to another if we can understand these grazing behaviors and other behaviors that they are uh, that we don't know about because no one has have ever uh, collected so much data from the animals in, in real time. So, Carolina, you've um, been testing these solar ear tags for a number of years now, uh, pretty much in, in uh, a laboratory situation and indeed on a, uh, on a test farm, but now you have taken these to the field. How has that progressed in terms of uh, in-field trials? Well, it's progressing well. We have different projects, research projects with uh, universities now, and they are looking at different aspects of these behaviors. We have uh, had a different uh, trial recently with University of Sydney uh, to test the capability of the tags to detect the mounting event. And they look uh, uh, promising, the tags look promising in this aspect. We are trying to understand also uh, if we can detect with the tags who is the U being served. So this tag not only will provide information about the RAM, uh, they will provide also information about the estrus of the ship. And this will help us to, uh, to understand, for example, when uh, we have uh, maidens to join, if they are ready to be served or we need to wait, for example, and also... Uh, we will understand the ram behavior and uh, if the ram is performing well or not, the uh, libido of the animal as well. And this is uh, looking good. We have also uh, some preliminary results from the grazing and feed intake uh, trials with Murdoch University. 
Uh, these are only uh, preliminary results, but the tax have uh, proved useful to measure feed intake and grazing behavior. And this, of course, must be validated in different grazing scenarios, but it's a good start, especially because it wouldn't be necessary to tag all the sheep in the mob to obtain uh, meaningful insights. Uh, we have had also trials uh, in uh, the framework of a project with Central Queensland University. Uh, we had a trial in uh, the Raven. And thank you again to Paul Donnelly uh, to offer his property for the trial. Uh, in this trial, for example, we have realized that the design of the tags had to be upgraded uh, to ensure uh, retention and animal comfort. And also this property uh, with these massive paddocks uh, um, give us, gave us the opportunity to understand how the range of the tax uh, can be improved. So we have been working to find a way to optimize uh, the communication network and we'll be ready to test in, in future trials. So yes, the trials are giving us a lot of data and we are really happy to, with the progress. Yes, you're really pioneering a very exciting part of uh, of wool industry research, Carolina. And just to summarise there, so uh, at, with Murdoch University, you're working around uh, grazing behaviours and feed intake. With Sydney University, um, there's been successful uh, monitoring of uh, how the tags can track mounting behaviour and estrus behaviour in ewes and rams and with central queensland university you're looking at potentially writing uh, algorithms to potentially predict problems and send alerts to the um to to say a mobile phone of an owner uh, when sheep are potentially under predation or excitingly if they have uh, a metabolic disorder that is um that is potentially going to be leading to uh, a welfare problem. So, yeah, it sounds as though it's at a very exciting stage. It is, yes. Um, um, well, uh, we have some uh, trials planned with uh, in commercial properties in Central Queensland with Central Queensland University. But due to the restrictions of the COVID-19, we had to postpone these trials. But hopefully this project will... Uh, not only allow us the possibility to write algorithms, uh, they will also give us uh, a lot of information about the performance and robustness of the system. So yes, uh, I think with all these projects, we will have a very good uh, coverage of all the areas that we want to investigate with the tax. So from your point of view, and you've been involved with this project from uh, a very early time, what do you think the technology will most likely be used for initially uh, amongst wool growers? Uh, well, the, um, the tags are already capable to tell you where your sheep are and what are they doing, if they are grazing, if they are active or inactive. They can also give you information about the proximity of the animals to certain areas or specific points such as uh, water throats, or, but I guess one of the more, let's say, complex behaviors and functionalities that will be implemented first, I think they will be linked to reproduction performance. I think we are close to have a solid run tax uh, to understand the run behavior and uh, to detect distress and maiden management. And also we will have the possibility to link uh, to uh, this uh, 
I don't know, if you put uh, collars on the land, you will get uh, also maternal pedigrees. So using the tax, you will have a very good opportunity to monitor reproduction performance in your property. I think that will be ready first. That's interesting. I mean, uh, I think all farmers hate that hate that feeling of driving into a paddock of sheep and, and seeing sheep in trouble, um, uh, particularly at lambing time when... Um, it's crucial that uh, that you get to use that are having lambing trouble as soon as possible. Um, so reproduction is is very interesting. So Carolina, if you could please explain how the tags and the network around them uh, actually works on the ground, please. Yes. Um, so you have the tags uh, on the ship, and these tags are collecting data about uh, what the ship is actually doing. So all the components inside the tags are measuring the different movements and storing the information there. This information is sent to uh, base stations, readers, we call them. Uh, They are located on the uh, fences of the paddock. And all these readers collect the information from the tag and send it to a centralized point, that is the gateway, and this is connected to internet. And from the gateway, it goes directly to uh, the cloud when the information is stored and managed and presented to the user. Uh, I guess uh, the question about the range and and what is important, it's important to keep a good range between the tags and the readers. Uh, It's now about uh, one kilometer, between 800 and one kilometer, depending on 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 the paddock and how is the paddock. But we are working to improve this range, and in the future it will be longer, of course. And, uh, well, I guess uh, the important part is uh, trying to get all the data as soon as possible in the uh, readers in order to provide real-time insights all the time. And to have the animals monitor all the time, uh, just getting those data out from the paddock. That's amazing that uh, it, the range is up to a kilometre now. So that's the range between uh, the, the maximum range between a tag and a reader or a base station, as you call them. Um, how far away are from one reader to the next reader? Uh, yeah, more or less the similar uh, distance as well. And I have to say that, yeah, one kilometre is amazing until you go to that raven and you have these paddocks there. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, it's a different situation in different uh, conditions. And probably uh, the idea of having this uh, flexible system is going to uh, be easy for the uh, wool rowers to uh, to adjust uh, the system to their requirements. If they have a very, very big paddock, uh, probably it's better not to try to cover all the area it's better to try to locate the, the readers in specific and strategic uh, positions in order to get the data, not, maybe not as often as uh, you can get it in, in very small paddocks, but enough for you. Because at the end, it will be a balance between the number of readers required and the data required and what you are using the system for. Yes, of course. But it's good yeah. So the, 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 the property of been trialling on Dunraven, um, what sort of topography is it? Is it hilly? Is it flat? Are there a lot of trees? Uh, not many trees, but it's, uh, yeah, hard uh, paddocks and rocky. 
and very big, I have to say, and connectivity very, very limited. After this trial, we are very confident with the gateway because we uh, we tried or we tested this uh, new gateway in paddocks that they were more or less easy to get connectivity, but up there it was pretty hard. And we found a spot in the property with good connectivity, and it has been working really well. They go with very limited connectivity. It provides a very good uh, data collection point, and we are happy with that. So, yeah, we trust that uh, the system can be used uh, even when the uh, communication and connectivity is uh, limited. Now, one of the things that we... uh have to keep a lid on, I have to be a little bit careful of, is the expectation of wool growers here because uh, naturally the questions that we always get asked is around when is the when is this going to be commercially available and what is going to be the price and will it be able to act as a virtual fence? Um, now, Carolina, these are always hard questions because uh, the science is still being very much tested. So what would you like to have to say about those issues? Uh Yes, I got these questions all the time. <laughs> so we need to keep testing the system under different conditions in order to guarantee robustness and efficiency. That's key. At the same time, the ongoing research projects uh, will deliver algorithms that will be incorporated gradually in the tax, increasing the value of the product. We have designed the system uh, the way that we can update the tax. So even if we go to the market and we have just a couple of functionalities ready, as soon as we get a new one, we can just upload remotely all the tags and so the producer will get more value for that. So I I envisage uh, these tags uh, as a multifunctional tool to help wool growers to manage different uh, elements of uh, production, animal welfare monitoring, Reproduction, reproduction performance, uh, paddock selection, nutrition. So th- this will be uh, the way to get uh, the most from them, I guess. So uh, yes, uh, commercialization, commercialization may take a little longer, but we are closer. And so we're close. Yeah, yeah. Almost there. <laughs> yes, I, it's a, I know it's a hard question to, uh, to answer, uh, but it, it, it it sounds as though we're having to just tell wool growers to be patient in that it is still some years away. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess uh, we need to be patient. But as soon as we have a, a robust product that you can trust on and you can, uh, we have everything in place in order to be able to update, to add more functionalities, uh, we will be trying to get uh, it on the market as soon as possible. So yes. I'd imagine the first people that would be, uh, the first wool growers that are interested in this commercially will be stud producers that have very high value animals. Um, so um, they would be very keen and be willing to pay a premium. I think we've been talking about the tags being in, in double digit figures, but is that still a reality in terms of price? Uh, yeah, I guess it's a reality. Uh, I have to say that uh, the team, for the team, always the price is a key, a, a key point in our decisions. All the decisions that we make in order to improve, to update, to, to build another functionality on the taxes are always based on efficiency and price. Because we understand that uh, the 
tags have to be uh, cheap enough to be adopted. Uh, it's maybe it's not going to be as cheap as uh, producer would like to be, but still will be cheap enough to 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 get the value from that. And that's why I said that I see this as a, a let's say holistic system that is going to help not with just one area, not. Uh, Stat readers will probably think about reproduction functionalities, but if they can help with the reproduction, but also with grazing, and we can help um, to get more from uh, nutrition. Uh, we can help, they can help you to um, detect a predation event, welfare issues, to to get your animals in a better condition. You will get more value from them. Mm. So at the end, uh, the benefit cost will be there. And we haven't even mentioned um, theft. Yeah, that's another one. Yes, and you said before about virtual fencing. Uh, well, I, I know there is a lot of interest in virtual fencing, and, and AWI is currently a, involved in two research projects with other RDCs, uh, with GRDC, with MLA, and universities to involve the development of this technology. And there have been big achievements in cattle uh, with a collar on the market already. But the practical solution for sheep might be more complex because of the insulating properties of wool, protecting the sheep from receiving the electrical stimulus. So we know that sheep are good learners. Uh, we know that virtual fencing could be used in certain conditions in sheep, but the technology is far from being ready. But having said that, uh, said that, uh, why not? Uh, our system provides uh, information about the location of the sheep so in the future, when virtual fencing technology is mature, we could think about integration, which uh, will add even more value to our tax. What do you mean by integration in that sense? Well, I imagine the first problem that virtual fencing technology has to solve is how to provide this electrical stimulus. So if we find a way to all the, the researchers that are working now in that, find a way to do that, then we'll be about getting the position of the ship and this technology to provide the stimulus. So we have that first part. If we can find a way or uh, where, how to provide this electrical stimulus, we can just maybe add on a technology to our tag. Uh, I don't know how it's going to look like. It's not easy to solve because there are not many areas on the body of the ship uh, not covered by wool. Well, Carolina, look, it's a fascinating area of uh, of pure research. It's an area that has gone from, why would you want to invest in that many years ago to, wow, this looks as though it might really work and it uh, is paving uh, a new path for a lot of people and it is real pioneering work. So um, thank you very much for your work and thank you very much for joining us on The Yarn today. Thank you. Thank you. So that's Dr. Carolina Diaz. She's the Program Manager of Agri-Technology at Australian Wool Innovation. And if you would like more information about this particular project and other agri-technology, head to wool.com. So you can follow us at Wool Innovation on Twitter and Facebook and on Instagram, it's Beyond the Bale. Any ideas about this podcast, things you'd like to hear about, please send them to the yarn at wool.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode from me, Marius Cumming. 
Thank you again, and we look forward to your company again soon.